Hi everyone, welcome back to Gilberto Silva podcast show. Hope you enjoy again today. Me and my friend, as you know, usual, Jim Chase. How are you, my friend? I'm good, mate. Yeah? Okay. How was the day weekend? It was my son's birthday, so I'm shattered. Still tired. Look tired today. Oh, mate, I feel I feel pretty. I'm only 21 years old. Look at the state of me. But it was good. How was yours? That's good. That's good. Relaxed with the family. Relaxing being at the Emirates. Not too much. <laughs> Not too much relaxed there, but I, I had a very good fun. With my daughter, we had a good time. What'd you go up to? Yeah, yeah, I brought her to stay with me and her only. Oh, nice. For the first time, like a dad's day, you know. Nice. For, for the little girl. She really How old is she? She's 12. Wow. Not too, not too little, not <laughs> anymore. Too little. But she really enjoyed the time of uh, being together with the dad. Yeah, what did you do? Oh, we, we went to, to the Emirates, you know, for the game. Oh, okay, yeah. We went to the game and uh, watched Arsenal game. She was uh, expecting to do this with me at some point, and we managed to do this this time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, well, she, we enjoy our time of being together as uh, father and daughter. It must be. Well, I was going to ask you last week because last week um, we obviously did the yeah. film. You obviously brought some mate. I won't give you give too many details away because the video is coming out on Sunday. Yeah. Um, but you brought some of your memorabilia home from Brazil for us to look at. Yes. And you said you couldn't remember if your kids had seen it. So I wanted to say kind of how is it for her and how is it for your kids in general? After the, I mean, after we left, did you go through the medals with them and show them the shirts? Oh, I, le I left things around just for them to see. I think they, they, they have seen, but uh, it's a bit shy of asking some questions. Yeah. But uh, I, I didn't want you know, to go too much into them yeah. and just to say. But I, I'll leave this for, for another opportunity just to sit down, hmm. you know, on an informal day, yeah. an informal occasion. Because as we, we did the podcast and show everything, um, not send everything, the link to the podcast. Things. Yeah? <laughs> What? You could just send them the link to the YouTube video, they can watch it on there. <laughs> but because we, we have done that, you know, uh, did the video on that day, show, show the, the shorts and the medals, I didn't want to just take that kind of advantage and uh, mm. show them. But I'll leave maybe for an, uh, another occasion, sit down with them and show them, let's say, with more time, more relaxing time. You know? Yeah. Is it nice? Because obviously you're obviously an Arsenal legend, was it nice for you for her to see you at work almost? Because it is kind of work being there. Uh, yeah. Is it, did she kind of, was it she a little bit shocked about kind of dad? Because she knows you're dad, she sees you walk around in your underpants, you know, being silly <laughs> like any other dad is. Is it a bit different and, and was it different and I guess nice for her to see you as dad, the football legend? Very nice, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, well, it was quite funny to see her face sometimes because um, uh, as we went through the stadium in, uh, in the corridor going to the box and um, there was uh, a lot of pictures in, uh, on the wall and um, from time to time she stopped to see one of my pictures and uh, then was uh, like a picture of uh, when we we got the trophy back in 2004 for the season three or four, and because um, it was quite far the picture, but she could identify where I was. Mm. 
Did that look at my yeah. weight you put on? Oh, this is you, this is you, this is you. Look how skinny you used to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not, not too big. But um, yeah, well, it was quite nice to see the, her reaction when she saw the, the picture of, uh, of me mm. on the wall. It was, was quite nice not to see. She was very happy. Oh, I see. Oh, you are, you are great, you are great. Something That's like nice, this kind of reaction. I, I was honestly not expecting from her this kind of reaction, but it was so spontaneous. Nice. Yeah, it was really Well, maybe nice. we do a dad, dad version of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Record podcast, talk about kids, the fam, fam, what the fam, what's life as a, um, what's the family, how important the family is, and what's the fam, family life for a footballer. Uh, it's, it's really important, like, yeah. Don't waste it now. Yeah. We'll do it later. We'll do it later. Yeah. So, this Have week. A, yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> We're doing, this is the first podcast. So now, as it's a new year, we decided to kind of have a professional plan in place, didn't we? So Tuesday mornings will be a podcast coming out at about six or between six and seven a.m. Wednesday, uh, Thursdays, another podcast comes out. Yes. And then Sunday evening, we'll do uh, we'll release a special video on YouTube. Uh, this week's one, the first one, is going to be amazing. Honestly, it really was an honour to film it with you. Genuinely, genuinely. It's, Probably the nicest thing I've ever said to you. <laughs> Don't get used to it. Um, so that's what we're going to be doing. So there'll be podcasts that we filmed today that will come out on Tuesday, and then one on Thursday, and then a YouTube show on Sunday evening. So today, the Tuesday morning podcast is all about um, the world of football, what's happened in the weekend. So yeah. any stories, obviously the transfers at the moment, you're obviously at the Emirates. So, and then we've got the prediction. So again, another great performance for us in the predictions. No, but not again. The fans have taken part. One guy got eight, eight points. We got five between us. He fired us. So, um, <laughs> we maybe need to retire. Retire from international reducing. Oh, yeah, we could try. I think until, the, until the, the end right. of the season, the end of maybe next month. Maybe end of the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we keep trying. We keep trying. Yeah. We, we won't give up about uh, the prediction in spite of the fact we are not doing well. You know. How was grind the results out? How was it for for the last weekend? I don't know. It was terrible. I think it was even worse this time. No, it's not better. No, no, I think it was better. We'll talk about it in a minute. We'll do it at the end of this podcast. That's good. But um, yeah, I don't need to get a big head before we start. (laughs) (laughs) For the rest of the show. (laughs) So I guess a good point to start is um, the Emirates. How was it? Well, listen. I can, uh, from the last last time, from last Saturday, I can see the going there, going back to Emirates, on a different angles. Yeah. Now I have a good time with my daughter. But also, by the way, I would like to thank Arsenal, Arsenal guys, you know, to provide us this happy moment, me and my daughter. Nice. Yeah, it was Peter Silverstone and, and Ton. Thank you very much. Was was great uh, on, on on this way. Um, going back to the to the game, I think Arsenal. The, even though they they scored the first goal, but um, I I haven't seen them comfortable in the game, mm. and uh, it seems like of uh, um, how can I say we we can we can talk about a lot about of um, confidence, whatever. Respect but, uh, confidence last week, exactly. But uh, for me. It's, Especially in the first half and most part of the second half, I felt lack of intensity in that right. game. 
Is that because, motivation from the player's point of view? I don't know. It's the motivation, but the intensity was not there as we uh, Arsenal built in the past. You know this intensity uh, on, on their games, but I, I haven't seen this. Yeah. You know there were lack of intensity. You know to see the the, the players really want to win the game because um, Sheffield United, in my opinion, they were very comfortable in the game. Not, They've been amazing uh, this season, haven't they, Sheffield? Yeah, they, they did a great job, yeah. but uh, you know they, they were too comfortable play at Emirates. Mm. Arsenal for the first half didn't put pressure on them. They were, you know, start from the from the back for very easy, you know, play the game, build up the everything from the back and quite comfortably. And um, this was uh, something you know you expect the, the players to have a better reaction mm. when you know press them higher press and put pressure on them try to get the ball and um, on their half and um, create a, a kind of opportunity but I, I haven't seen this mm. from the first half disappointing it's kind of the minimum you expect if you're not getting great results your fans obviously I mean how, how was the atmosphere at the, at the ground uh, not the best at all honestly this is what I felt, but uh, I think the atmosphere uh, follow what is inside the pitch. Yeah. Because if you don't have like a good um, a good game, uh, a good intensity in that game, try to create things, passing, moving forward. Sometimes they they stop, you know, while they they will pass their game and pass it back instead of. Uh, trying to, to reach the guy in front of them yeah. and this can be lack of confidence seems like you know but they have like 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 of intensity in their game but sometimes their game alternate from intensity mm. to confidence is it too scared i don't know if it's too scared but i see that not really confident in their games and um obviously my opinion they miss obama young is yeah. there one up front who creates a lot of problems for... It takes the pressure off the middle exactly, of the defence. Exactly, and try always uh, find the goal and go move forward with the ball. He was not there, but... Um, uh, so I, I think they need... It's, this is one thing they have to improve, the intensity of their games. You know, especially when they play home. They cannot allow the opponents, you know, uh, come and play so comfortable in their game. I think this Saturday against uh, Sheffield United, for me, this was pretty clear. Mm. You know, this is a kind of uh, thing they, they really miss for that game to get the result. Okay, they, they scored the first goal with Martinelli. Mm. It was... Um, good to see him getting a goal. Sorry? It's good to see him getting a goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, create, he had um, two good chances before. One... Of, uh, from across, uh, from um, Pepe, from the right side, and he hits with his left foot. I thought he sh he could have done better with his head yeah. if he had gone decide to go to head the ball, and um, he let the ball comes down and uh, hit with his left foot and was not successful, but um, he tried, and uh, he. Another pass from Pepe, he just dribbled a few players and passed to, to him and just came from the left, you know, behind the, the, the defenders. 
but uh, the ball was out. And for the third opportunity, he scored a goal. And um, but it was um, was not enough chance Arsenal created these games. You know, we expect. I was expecting them to create so many uh, more chances for this game, but uh, unfortunately, this was not what uh, what happened for Saturday's game. Mm. So, where do you think the kind of the problem lies? Is it just patience, new manager? Maybe he kind of ran them hard at the weekend. I think for for any manager come to Arsenal at the moment. The, the, the task is, is quite hard you know, to bring the players together, bring them together and put mm. them the right way to, to trust that they can do a lot better to win their games. And uh, Arteta, uh, be a, for, for him, will be a big challenge. Mm -hmm. But it uh, seems like he, he, he's working quite well. Mm. And um, he now, from what I have seen the last couple of games, since when uh, he, came, he came on, he has uh, a plan. He has an idea what his team looks like. We, we understand that he's going to play like, like they played last weekend, use as much as the same play as he can mm. to build up his team. Yeah, we went through this. Exactly. Um, was it two holding midfielders, Xhaka and Torreira? Torreira, yes, yeah. uh, last week, didn't we? Exactly, exactly. Again, it repeats uh, the central midfield, which is um, giving them stability at, uh, at the middle. But I, I, I think in the, in the first half, um, I've seen uh, Shaka too much at the back. I don't know if this was the plan for this yeah. game, but uh, I saw him a lot come through the, the, the defenders and trying to get the ball uh, from there and start the building up for the for Arsenal. I don't know if this was the plan of the game. Yeah. It's fine, but um I would rather see him a little bit further. Just let the the the, the, the defenders, you know, Mustafi and yeah. uh, David Luiz start from the back. <coughs> uh, he was a few meters in front and trying to get the other guys up front. Because mm. in the same point, while he he dropped uh, he was quite far to pass from that position to the wider players like the winger, mm. like Martinelli or Pepe, or even sometimes to, um, or to somebody else close, to Ozil, for example. Yeah. But um, this what I, I, I missed him, you know, from the first half. Yeah. In this position, to be more in the middle, mm. left back, you know, for the, for the centre-backs, Starting from there, you know, building up the, the games from the centre back, and he could be a little bit further, mm -hmm. not too close, you know, because as long as he dropped back was was easy for for the Sheffield United players. Yeah, Sheffield United staying exactly. a bit more forward. Because then you have two players, Mark three. Yeah, so now as you sort of said, his short-term future is going to be with Arsenal. Do you kind of are you pleased with that? Do you think we just need to be used correctly? Because we've spoken about before how we need to kind of. Helping exactly. build his confidence up. And that's new manager, new start. Uh, and I mean, he's ne I mean, when he left Real Madrid, players were gutted to see him go. He can't become a, I mean, it's probably been a few years now, but he might, he's obviously still going to be a talented footballer. So we just need, if you're going to have a player like that, rather than let the fans get frustrated with him, because he doesn't track back, and he doesn't tackle, and he doesn't do expensive stuff. But you know this. He's been at Arsenal for four or five years now. Yeah. You know he's going to expect this. He's never going to do it. 
So why not play him in a position, like you say, further forward, where he doesn't have the defense, defensive responsibilities? Yeah. Uh, the, particularly in, in, this, in this game, you know, I, I think he was... Um, he had a, a, few, a few moments in, the, in this game. Right. But um, at some point, he dropped quite a lot, just trying to get the ball, because he... You know, the, 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 what I mentioned before, having Shaq at the back, now he had at some point to drop to get the ball in the position I would not prefer him to be. Mm. Now I would prefer him to be close to to the guys up front because there from there on he can create an opportunity for mm. them. But I had a few moments in the game, you know. But uh, the game itself, the the um, Arsenal game was quite average in my opinion. Yeah. They didn't have a good game, you know. We cannot say it was like. Um, Okay. This guy had a fantastic game. Yeah. So, like you said, it's, the play, it was a, not a great atmosphere, but that, you think that came from what was going on on the pitch? Yes, for sure. And you think the Arsenal fans are kind of just getting a little bit bored now of having to, everyone going, get behind the team, everyone has to support the team. Well, they need something back from the players now. Do you feel it's kind of that sort of stage now? Well, this is why they, they need to work out, you know, the fans and the players. The players must understand if they, if they want a good atmosphere. Uh, at Emirates, they they have to to show up on the pitch and high intensity mm. uh, with uh, the commitment they expect them to be. Mm. You can play bad, you know. You cannot maybe go and don't have a good game, but if you show on the pitch that you are committed to the result, you want to win the game, you show passion in the game, you show the intensity. You work hard in the game. The fans will see that. Mm. They will understand. You. Because it's, um, it's quite impossible to play well, you know, a whole season, apart from Liverpool at the moment. Well, because we'll come they to are doing a, a great job. But um, from Arsenal side, they, this is what the players must understand. You know, it's important for them. If they want to get a, a really good support from the fans, they need to show uh, more intensity on the field mm. and show that they they really want to win the game even though they don't win the game they lose or draw whatever but they left everything on the field yeah I think Arsenal fans have, I mean, while they get a little bit of stick and things because of Arsenal fan TV that's obviously supposedly a bit negative and things um, but the fans in general have been quite patient from Emer um, Wenger not doing great and then leaving and then Emery uh, then uh, Freddie and now another manager all in quite a short period of time that they're not used to because obviously yeah, Wenger yeah. was there for 20 years or so and everyone's been saying just give us a bit more patience be important just support us well I think Arsenal fans are now like we've done that for so long now and you haven't really had a standout performance where we can kind of go right that's the Arsenal team that we love but that's what we want and I feel like maybe the players so the fans are they want, they need to meet in the middle and the fans are doing their bit and other players need to come and meet them you're not expecting them to come all the way over just meet us halfway I think that's what the players want and you're absolutely right when it comes to intensity teams can go through form with the exception of Liverpool but teams go through forms yeah. and dips in season, different season, parts of the season uh, parts of the decade and all this sort of time but the fans the minimum fans in certain England well around the world football fans expect is effort and intensity you know if you can't put if you're playing well you don't have to put an effort in then no one cares you know you can yeah. play against win a game and not play very hard because you're doing so well like Liverpool I suppose at the moment you guys the, the Invincibles you could kind of run at maybe 60 or 70% 
and still win a game of football. Well, Arsenal aren't like that right now. They need to go 110% to show that they actually get a shot up. Is that kind of fair? Well, there, there is a, a situation that um, maybe in the past, you know, uh, for example, my time, I don't like to compare because it's not no. fair, but, um, you know, the, the, all the team that when they went to, <coughs> to Highbury or Emirates, Highbury especially, they knew that was going to to face a hard time, yeah. was going to be hard for them. Now, uh, what, I, what I'm feeling is that when they, they come to embrace, they, they say, okay, we have an, a chance to win, we can win this game. Mm. They, they, they are not intimidating going there no. to Emirates anymore. Looking to this game at, uh, from Saturday against Sheffield United, you know, it's very clear. You know, they just play on their game, you know. It's almost like an easy win. Like, Sheffield United probably fancied their chances about getting three points. And then they Because they're, ve they're very intense. That's what they are. They're a very intense football team. And they create a chance. They create yeah. a chance. It's great to watch. It's great to see because they just got promoted. Exactly. There was, uh, I think, I don't know if it was a corner or four. When the guy crossed the ball, they, they strike, uh, had the ball and in uh, mm. the touch. Um, Shaka, mm. Shaka's chess. Was supposed to be one nil, one one on that time. I think mm. it was one one. But um, you know, this is um, they. Everyone believed that they can go at Emirates now and win the game. But it, this is down to the players, you not know, to show um, the desire, their desire on the field, and show their effort to, to win the game. And uh, the other point when you mentioned, you know, it's um. Everyone has been patient. This is true, but we have to to understand that teams like, for example, Sheffield United are the middle table and lower. Yeah, they improved a lot in the yeah. last few years. Well, they've got nothing to lose. This is the point. <laughs> right? many, many of them improved a lot, and seems like Arsenal stuck a little bit. Yeah, they got stuck. Yeah, they. Somehow they they haven't let's say may, I'm trying just to find the best word to say yeah. um, they well, know this is what they need to work out to, to for the next I don't know couple of transfer windows to to improve that team the transfer for the transfer yeah. market. Well, I read an interesting quote from Arsenal. I think it was probably from a while ago. So this is from Arsene Wenger. Uh, we built a new stadium, but we never found our soul. We left our soul at Highbury. Very interesting. Kind of. Yeah. This is coming from him. He knows better than, uh, than everyone else mm. about Arsenal. Being there for, for 22 years and build what he, he built uh, for the club is something very special. But uh, I'm kind, I agree with him because um, I remember playing for the first season at the Emirates Stadium was was very tough, very strange for yeah. us. You scored the first goal, didn't you? Yeah. So well, I thought I'd better say it before you did. <laughs> you were faster. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yes, it uh, was very, very hard, you know, playing there for the first season at Emirates Stadium. You have to build again the, 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 the atmosphere mm. in, the new, in the new stadium, you know, the, was quite big for us. We were used to, to have everyone very close to us, but we didn't have that anymore. We had yeah. to get used to this and get 
used to the the size of the pitch, mm. everything. What was the difference in the pitch between the pitch of the Hybrid and the pitch of the Emirates? Uh, hybrid was, was quite, compared to Emirates, you know, the, the pitch was smaller. Well, narrow? Yeah, narrow. Or shorter? Yeah, and both. Both. Okay. Both. And, so what um, does that mean for the way well, you played? Not you. We have to. We have, the team have to run more. more. There, there are more space, because a um, few times when we played some European games, you know, in the bigger fields, we face a little bit difficult to to deal with that. Well, means you as defensive midfield have more area to cover. Yeah, more area for That's me. That's where these are. It's not good. But uh, you have to adapt to the, this kind of situation, you know. But um, then you have to build up again, you know, this atmosphere mm. in the in a new stadium, you know, with more more fans, of course. But uh, to build up, you know, to bring that uh, that spirit from yeah. hybrid to Emirates, haven't been the same. Mm. It must be strange going from everything you're used to, because I remember seeing. Uh, reading something about an interview from Thierry Henry and he was talking about moving from Hybrid to the Emirates and he said that I could pick out um, a part of the stadium so when I was on the left wing I knew exactly I didn't even need to look at where the goal was I could almost feel where I was so I cut him from the right hand side didn't even look where the goal was I knew when I could see this in the corner of my eye yeah I, scored, and I think it was I think there's someone or something in the crowd he just knew exactly where he was so he didn't even need to look at the goal mm-hmm. and it's that comfort because he's done that shot hundreds of times Oh. So now when he goes to the Emirates, he, he now has to kind of re... It doesn't really know where he is without looking. Exactly. You have to reframe on your brain how things going to work for, for the new stadium and get used to it faster. This is the point, you know. You, you cannot wait so long to adapt to the new environment you are. And, um, but for us, it took a bit longer yeah. you know, to understand that. Uh, for for the, the players now, it's all right, you know, because... They, they didn't have any experience at hybrid, but um, in the other hand, you know, for I think from from the fans' point of view, uh, it's like Wenger said, you know, the soul of uh, hybrid compared to Emirates is yeah. different. You need to bring it back. Yeah, you know, I, it does not mean that uh, the fans do not support the, the club anymore. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, that the last few years, the results not helping them to feel the, uh, proud yeah. as they used to be in the past, you know. Mm. But um, I, it's important now, everyone there at the club, you know, and the players especially, because they, they are the ones who can change the games mm. and um, make them, them proud. Mm. Make them proud from what they do on the pitch. Well, I don't think the, players are, uh, the fans are asking for too much. Do you know what I mean? They're not asking for something that is. No. We don't. They're not saying you need to go and beat Liverpool five 0 No, no, no. Or you need to become second. You like you said last week. Um, trying getting into the Champions League is going to be the biggest challenge this this season. But the fact I think there's like just want a bit of effort. Shows that you want to wear our shirt. You know we're paying money to get here. You're paying money to come be here. So there's going to be difference between it because well, these are fans that love it and it's their job. So you're never going to have exactly the same. Yeah. But what the fans are probably thinking, and I would think they're thinking, is at least earn your money. At least you, you, know can, you don't have to get results. You don't have to score goals. Just at least make an effort. And I think that's for any job. If your boss sees you sitting down being lazy, they go, you don't have to be the best at your job, but at least try hard. Yeah. You know what I found really interesting for this game from one of the guys that has been criticised a lot this season was Mustaf. Okay. I, I, I like his commitment in the game. Mm. 
you know, and um, I, I would love to see everyone on that on that uh, that game from Saturday with the same commitment he, he was. So you actually did. He showed a desire on the field, on the field, work hard, very hard. So that's normally he made a few question. mistakes. He's all right. Yeah. He made a few mistakes, but he, he, he tried. He run. He he made a tackle when he had. He jumped on the ball. Yeah. He did what you know. Uh, I think people expect the players to do. The fans expect the players to do. Yeah. Uh, of but course, yeah, you, can, you cannot lie. Maybe you don't like the guy, you don't like the player, whatever. But um, you have, let's say, to have uh, the feeling that he leave everything on the on the pitch. Yeah. On the pitch. This was uh, I I I really appreciate. Exactly. And you're an ex-player. Exactly. Well, next legend. You won as much as you can do there. Yes. So I think, uh, and they'd rather have someone running out and doing as much as they can, maybe making a mistake or two rather than fat players that are too scared to make mistakes, which is making them freeze. Exactly. This, uh, the commitment uh, he was on Saturday's game, this is a kind of attitude I really like, I really appreciate that. I'm sure the fans paid attention to this one. Of course, they can say, oh, it's not the, the play I like, whatever. But uh, he did a great job. Mustafi owes you ten pounds for saying something. Else. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah. The, I think this is um, is a reality for me, you know. For mm. when I looked at the, that game, you know. But let's see. Um, but that that's the sort of thing that will breed amongst the team, won't it? If you see one player going in for a tackle, trying hard, it makes they then the crowd the crowd pick up on it. The crowd start cheering and getting supported behind him. That will breed the other players. That's how it's going to be. The, the, the soul's going to come back to the come to the Emirates. That's how the team is going to grow, isn't it? It's, it's having people in the team that can make those type of performances. And kind of basically, like we said last last week, we said what type of captain was Vieira, and you said he led by example. Exactly. That's what Mustafi was kind of doing. I'm not suggesting he's the same as Vieira, but you need two or three players that doing that that then the other players feed off. Yeah, and I don't think Arsenal have that sort of player right now. Listen. Yeah. Not only him being criticised, David Luiz also has been criticised in this well, season. Well. But um, but when you you see them, they 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 try to motivate the players somehow yeah. because when you see the other players, they are very quiet. Very, I don't know if they are quiet or they are too friendly to each other. Yeah. They don't want to say things to bother put- bother somebody else, whatever. We, you can bring Martin in a training session with him. <laughs> bring Martin Keown. Yeah, the one but training uh, session. You, you can say whatever you you want, but um, you know those two players, though that game particularly, they you know they try to bring the players. They come on, let's do it, let's do something better, let's fight, let's uh, let's work. Mm. You know this when you are not playing well, and um, you have you see one of the teammates. Slide on the ball, jump on it. The other must follow. Yeah. The other must follow because the day maybe things not working well, but you have to show it. Hashtag you must follow. Huh? Hashtag you must follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you have to. This is a kind of example. Yeah, but this is a kind of example. You must have to follow. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say that, but but his attitude has to be. Uh, you know, uh, people have to pay attention, you know, because the effort he put on the on the fields on that game against uh, Sheffield United, um, this is a kind of uh, attitude everyone had 
have to have in every game. Mm. I think this is the the big ta uh, task for uh, for Arteta now. Mm -hmm. Biggest the biggest challenge for him to put everyone in the same page. And come on, you maybe don't play well, but let's put effort on mm. the game. I think yeah. this Arteta will demand a lot from. Well, he's that sort of player, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he was always putting effort. Exactly. I think he will demand a lot from the players. Yeah. This is what he has to do. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. See. So, transfer rumours. Actually, there we go. Things that have happened. So, on this day in 2006, 16-year-old Theo Walcott scored for Arsenal. Mm -hmm. Do you remember him joining? I don't remember which goal is, which game exactly. But do you remember when he first came to yeah, the training ground? Yeah, I things? remember. Wow, very, very shy guy. Now he's no more, only 16 years old. Right? Going to a training session with you. Arrived the there with all those guys, you know, Cherry. Well, it's quite small, obviously. Your Arsenal was, exactly. was a big team. But I could see him, you know, he's a very, very nice guy. Very yeah. nice boy. You know, a lot, very fast. And um, with his ability of, um, of his game. And uh, it was nice to, to welcome him. And uh, I'm glad that uh, he had a good time at Arsenal. And uh, keep doing well. I think he's, he's still at Everton now. He's at yes. Everton. Yeah. I haven't seen much of him the last, especially this season. But uh, well, he's a he's a great guy. Mm. He's a great guy, and um, it was nice when looking back and now, and uh, see him the first session. How was he? Just impressive. I didn't want to be on this side. Exactly. <laughs> it was quite fast. It's a, it's a quick. <laughs> yeah, it was very fast. Very, very fast. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, thoughts on Martinelli? Only Pierre-Emerick uh, Aubameyang has scored more goals than um, Martinelli this season. He's got nine. Because um, we mentioned at the beginning of the season, didn't we? Yeah. But yeah, no, we, didn't. we weren't doing the podcast at the beginning of the season. No. We mentioned him on the first podcast exactly. about what you thought of him. Honestly, I'm, I'm very impressed, positively, of course, about him because um, it's not easy for South American players, especially at very young age, mm. as him arriving him in England. And um, he's, he's not afraid of playing his game. Mm. Uh, he, he may not play the, the top of his game, but mm. uh, he uh, he always fights against the defenders. Uh, he goes to the ball, he runs, and tries to get the ball back when he loses it. And uh, the good thing for him playing this position because he he's scoring goals. Mm -hmm. He scored quite a lot. He scored quite a lot of goals for his first season, and this is what impressed me because um, he's doing a great job, in my opinion. Yeah. Despite the fact you know, Arsenal are on a collective side are not doing well during the season, but. Um, um, for him, I, I, I guess has been a very, a very positive uh, season so far. Sometimes come out, come off the bench and uh, doing well. Hmm. Sometimes starting um, from the first minute, minute as Saturday game against uh, against Sheffield and scored a goal. I think this is what make uh, make them make him feel very. Uh, confident, you know, to to train hard, and uh, when he had a chance, a new chance to play a game and uh, delivery, 
um, a good uh, good football again. Nice. Um, then some transfer rumours. What's what's the rumours? Rumours transfers. Jerome Boateng on loan. What do you think? I mean, is this what play you need? Oh, it's going to be intense. Yeah, but I've heard in the other day. I think um, Bayer will not let him go. Yeah. Well, apparently he's they want him to go on loan. Let's see. At the moment, it's quite it's quite hard to figure out honestly if Arsenal is is, re- is going to bring somebody else or not. You know, they, whether they are going to spend the money or wait for the summer. Yeah, this is the the question because. Um, if um, they don't, let's say, find the the the, the right player for the, this new new chapter, yeah. uh, for Arteta, will mm-hmm. be will be hard for them anyway. Yeah. But it's important. I I I think they they need a player at the back. Yeah, they need a central midfield. My yeah. opinion. I, I, I'm keep saying the same thing yeah. but because this is what, what I'm feeling they need to, to bring to the club yeah apparently Lacazette is rumoured to be potentially getting an offer from Atletico Madrid so if Cavani can't if um, Atletico can't join, join Atletico can't join, get Cavani to join from PSG mm-hmm. they're going to be interested in Lacazette they've also got to keep hold of him haven't they I don't know as I said to you it's quite hard to guess what exactly going to happen the next for this transfer window especially I don't know if they they're gonna make massive change right now I don't think so no. but um everything's possible if um, maybe a good offer come to him yeah and bec- you know I this season he's been um, he had some ups and downs mm. on, on this season like I said especially yeah Looking from Saturday's game against uh, Sheffield United, I think he was very <coughs> quiet in the game. Just tired. Yeah, he was quiet in the game. I've seen some other games of him. He was mobile, you know. He mm. was more active in the game. But from this Saturday's game against Sheffield, I don't think he had a good game. No, I don't think so. But not only him. But well, him yeah, especially, you know. Well, I, I guess it's kind of easy to be influenced if the team's playing ball, um, badly and no one's putting an effort, it kind of breathes itself through to the other players. And all the other players go, Well, I'm not doing it. Well, that's unfair of me to say, so you don't know what they're thinking. But then it seems to be contagious. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's. Um, I cannot say just point out, like I said, it was, was not good. Yeah, all of them. He didn't have a, a very good game, but. Uh, the team, you know, didn't have a very good game too, mm-hmm. and um, then it's not—it's not about just pointing him or somebody else. But uh, let's see, let's see what's going to happen if um, the weather is going to stay at the club despite the fact of these rumors. But I have to wait and see we don't know the because, <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Every time is the same—the same thing, you know. Yeah. The transfer window, talk about players coming in, coming out, and. Uh, but I have no clue what if Arsenal is gonna um, is gonna do much in this transfer window. I can't think so. I, I've always think that it seems if you like Spurs, obviously need to buy a striker because Harry Kane's gonna be out till April. They need that's why the transfer window is there, so you can get some temporary cover maybe. But I think all the big signings coming in the summer, don't they? 
that's when you should really do it because you've got time to bring them into the pre-season yes um, the point is now uh, let's say for, for us you know to do to bring some plays whether they are where, which competition they are going to play mm. you know in Europe next year next, next season or if they are going to, to be in one of them because at the moment we're still not sure no. whether they are going to finish the league to, to play uh, at least Europa League. Yeah. This is a. It, it can be a. <laughs> a big disappointment for for everyone. Yeah. I think that's why people have been have been careful to work in this transfer window. But they they need to do something. I, my opinion. Yeah, because um, if they don't don't work somehow, they can uh, waste time, wasting yeah. time of not bring somebody that can help them. At least to be in the in the in Europa League, yeah. Or the other thing that can happen: just give everything in the in Europa League and try to win it. Yeah. Because if they win it, they'll be in the Champions, Champions League. League. Exactly. Then ever, it's a different scenario, and then everything's mm. changed. But uh, what's the guarantee they have? Nothing. Exactly. Yeah. So next game um, is. Stanford, uh, Chelsea, Stanford Bridge. You're missing, who are you missing? Nelson, Socrates, Aubameyang, Tierney and Chambers. So many players. Quite a few players, no? <laughs> yeah, it's quite a lot of players. Uh, it's important, you know, for from the players, they, they've they got uh, available at home to do what they have to do, work hard and uh, show that, that they, they can do something better. Mm. And this is important because you play against a big team. Mm. When you play against a big team, you want to do the best you can to get the results. It's also a London derby as well, isn't it? Exactly. This is what, you know, when you play this kind of game, you cannot just feel, okay, it's just a simple game. No, this is a special game. Yeah. Did you enjoy playing the big, when you knew the big games were coming up, did you kind of uh, enjoy them more? Because you know there's more pressure. Uh, was it more pressure? Did you enjoy the big games? Always. Really? This is why you what, work what was your mindset? Why did you enjoy them? This is the, the kind of game you expect for the biggest part of the season, to play this type of game, you know, play against the best players. Yeah. And, you know, a tough opponent on the other side. Doesn't matter if it's home or away game. And um, at moments, both of teams are, like, trying to find a, a new a, a kind of identity. Yeah, yeah. New managers, new ex-players managers. Exactly. And um, who wants more? Yeah. From, from this game, so this we, is the the point. Yeah. So were you look? Did you look forward to obviously you were playing against? I guess Makaleli. Was that who you were playing against or Lampard? Yeah. So did you enjoy that? So was there kind of two challenges? One was beating Chelsea, and two was beating the yeah, stars. guys. The other yes, of course. Yeah. Because um, you know, play against those players, you know, like Frank Lampard, Makaleli. Makaleli, you know, is going to be hard to yeah. to pass him. He was a very hard man on the, on the field, you know, mm. very smart, tackling, trying to win every ball he could. Frank Lampard, you know, he was very smart, very intelligent uh, player, very good player to, to play against. Mm-hmm. And um, always on the run, you know, try to, to penetrate, you know, the, to, to break through from the middle, uh, up front. And uh, shooting from outside, 
mm. outside the box many, many, many times. Was that why it's tricky to defend against? Because it was either driving to the box or standing exactly. back and taking a shot. You couldn't get too close because it'd go past you. And you couldn't stand off because you'd take a shot. Yeah, many times you drive, but many times, you know, having played like Drogba, you know, just uh, heading the ball and he on the run, just score the goals mm -hmm. many, many many times like this and then you have to prepare against those guys because you are not prepared they they kill you on the pitch yeah because they are so smart they are so committed mm -hmm. with uh, what they want and um, you know for him especially you now understanding all the culture in fo of football here mm -hmm. the rivalry mm -hmm. and uh, it's a massive game for them too mm -hmm. and you have to go to this game with this kind of type of mentality. You know, mm. It's going to be hard. You have to prepare well for this type of game. Right. So what do you think the score's yeah. going to be? 8-0 Chelsea? <laughs> Not that much. <laughs> That'll be so bad. <laughs> well, it's, honestly, it's been quite... But Chelsea aren't playing that well either. They obviously lost to Newcastle in the last minute. Yeah, but they're going to play, play home, you know. They, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a kind of game for them. They, they need to come back. But it's been quite hard for me to guess what's going to happen with Arsenal game quite lately. But um, well, me too, but it's about prediction <laughs> challenge. <laughs> As you can see, our prediction has been yeah. awful. But um, uh, honestly, I expect Arsenal for this, this game to, to have a better game compared to what they played against Sheffield United. Mm. Because if not, you know, it's, um, it's less three points. This is for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, talking about our prediction challenge, I guess we better talk it's, about it. It's been a <laughs> challenge for us. <laughs> this is what uh, it's been about uh, our prediction. So, how is it? Scott, I don't even want to talk about it really, but we have to. Um, so, your predictions. What did you have? Are going to work in the, for the next the next weekend the next games? Yeah. So basically, you got three points last week. At least, yeah. So you How many did you get? Hang on a second, my phone's just playing up. <laughs> I got two. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, yeah, that one. Video, I beat him. Uh, <laughs> that's not saying much though. Yeah, no, don't be too proud of yourself. Um, I just want to find the results. Sorry, talk amongst yourselves for a little bit. <laughs> um, right, here we go. There we go. Right, so game week twenty-three. Arsenal feel Shepherd went Arsenal. Arsenal v Sheffield Wednesday. You had 2 1 to Arsenal. Yeah. I had 2 1 to Sheffield Wednesday. Actual score 1 0. Nil point. No points. Brighton versus Aston Villa. Gilberto Silva 1 1. Tim Chase 2 1 to Brighton. Actual result 1 1. So congratulations on the first ever prediction. Getting the correct prediction on the Gilberto Silva podcast. Um, I God, man, was this not eight episodes? We didn't have eight predictions, did we? Yeah. No, we had 40 predictions. 
Five chances, oh eight times five. Yeah, 40. Wow. So It's terrible. That's Let's a pretty see. awful win rate, isn't it? We'd definitely be sacked if you were a manager. <laughs> um, Newcastle versus Chelsea. Gilberto, 2-0. Tim Chase, 3-1. 1-0. So you get a point for that as well. Unbelievably, you get a point. Uh, West Ham versus Everton. Gilberto, 1-0. Everton, Tim, 0-0. So I get a point because it was a draw. Uh, then uh, Liverpool versus Man United. You had 2-1 Man U. I had 3-1 Liverpool, Liverpool 1-2-0, so I get a point for that. So three points for you, two points for me, nothing to be proud of. <laughs> it's okay, not very, nothing very special. No, but we did have, so we did launch um, your weekly challenge last week. Um, we'll add these to, to uh, your Instagram stories shortly. <laughs> That's quite a funny Some one. Some fun one. Huh? It's a good one, but Andrew Levy scored an unbelievable eight points with his predictions. All right. We, we need to ask them. We need to get them on the show, mate. I'm afraid that if I bring them on the show, I'm going to get sacked. No. <laughs> I heard you asking the lottery's number for the next Would well, you know what? I'm definitely not asking you. <laughs> 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 um, so let me find out what the other scores were. So the top five were Andrew Levy. At Andrew Levy had eight points. Uh, Nick Fenwick, seven points. Luke Stride, five points. Ben Sporting, three points. And Dean, HD30, one point. So you'll share this. You're going to share their stories, aren't you? Instagram yes. stories, just so yeah, you can yeah. see the videos. They um, did very good. They did great. Well, Dean they didn't. They didn't. They smashed us. Well, three of them I did. don't know what, what's going on with us, with our position, but those guys, they were. Look, so let's see how what he do next week. Right. So yeah, just to confirm what the challenge is. So um, on uh, my platform, which is called True Challenge, Gilberto puts a weekly video up there of taking part in this challenge. So I'm going to give you the games we're going to predict now. Um, then you just upload yourself recording um, what you think the scores are, and we're going to add you to the, and we'll um, add you to his social media, the funny ones, most entertaining ones. Uh, so you don't have to win the challenge to come to the dinner with Gilberto. We're going to choose five people at random for everyone who's taken part in the challenge over the next three weeks. Um, so three more weeks, and then we're going to go for dinner. Um, you might even pay, won't you? You're going to pay, or am I paying? No. Paper I'll do this. Um, um, so yeah, so you just take part. You just upload yourself on the true challenge bit, um, uh, and that's it. So the games this week, Mister Silver. I think it's, um, it's FA Cup in it. Yes. So here are the games. So, so, you choose one game and I'll choose another. Okay. Can you see them? No. So, starting here. We've had to swear on this podcast. So, I reckon Brentford are doing well in the, champion, in the uh, championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leicester lost again yesterday, didn't they? I don't know. Yeah, they lost. They lost? Yeah. I Burnley, seen the, I haven't seen their result yet. So Come on, mate. <laughs> so we did Burnley, Brentford versus Leicester. Mm, do you want to start first? Okay, I'm going to go 2-1 Brentford. Mm. Okay. 2-1 Leicester. Well, one of us has got to be right. Um, then... 
Norwich, uh, Burnley versus Norwich. You go first. Interesting this one. Chenil Burnley. Chenil Burnley. I'll go one nil. No, no, I'll go one nil Burnley. Um, then we'll have Bournemouth vs Arsenal. Oh no, we can't do that because that's when the podcast is in. <laughs> the podcast we filmed by then. Um, the two Wests, West Derby, West Ham versus West Brom. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I'll go two, one nil West Ham. I'll go two nil West Ham. Okay. Sorry, West Brom. <laughs> Sorry, West Brom. No confidence that you're going to do anything. Um, QPR, Sheffield Wednesday. 2-1 QPR. Yeah, had a massive win. Didn't they win 7-0 a couple of weeks ago? So, would you say 2-0 QPR? 2-0. Uh, I'll go 1-0 Sheffield Wednesday. Do you know what? I could make a random number here. It's as good as it is going to get. Uh, and then Southampton, Tottenham. Because they're kind of... Southampton are kind of doing all right at the moment. Go to 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. I'll go 2-1 Southampton. Does it? For now, yes. Nice. Don't try much. There we go. Well, what are we going to lose? Do you know what? We're scraping the barrel as it is. <laughs> well, um, anything else you want to add? That's right. For now. Yeah. For now, it's good. Hope we our prediction will work better I don't know let's see how it goes well quite frankly the fan we've had we've done eight nine weeks now this and our, your fans have just completely shown us up by showing how easy it is <laughs> <laughs> um, so it yeah. has been much easier for so them maybe for us. we purely make this as a fan part of the show we don't get involved we're just embarrassing ourselves so well, maybe we just purely make it a fan bit. We're going to keep up the, the challenge. We are. Do you know what? We're not going to let it beat us. Exactly. What example is that to set Arsenal if we give up? No, of course. It's a bad exa- and it's a bad example to set our children. No, no. We are not going to give up. We've got a smash for the last, <laughs> for the last one. But we're going we're gonna to bounce back. Yes, that's it. Come on. Come on, mate. I believe in it. Right. Take care. Good to see you. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Um, yeah.